Well, it is uh, pretty much a, a monumental day. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's 2020, and yeah. we are here to review a new release. Oh, yeah, that's true. Good Lord. It's been a while. What has the world come to? We've got movies coming out, and people are smiling, and uh, you can't tell because they're all wearing masks, yeah. but people are smiling. And you know, are smiling. they're smiling because they're still, or not still, but toilet paper is on the shelves again, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... That's how you know everything's going to be okay. <laughs> I guess. Interestingly, my dentist phoned me. Nice. Uh, when there's toilet yeah. paper back on the shelf. Uh, which was weird because it was a drunk dial. No, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> um, my, wouldn't that that'd be so great if your dentist just called you like completely pissed? Just like, hey, man. <laughs> hey. I just wanted to call you and tell you I love you. No. Uh, they called me and they're like, hey, you're... Um, you're due for a, a checkup and a cleaning, which I always hate. Because mm. I'm like, uh And I don't know why. Is is it just me? I can't be the only one who finds cleanings incredibly painful and just awful. And I hate, I hate it. I don't. And they're like yeah. picking away at your your teeth with that hook. Sure. I, Does it? Do you, do you have that experience? Yeah. I. I. Uh... I totally appreciate what you're saying. I don't, I guess I wouldn't say I hate it. It's just more something that I think just like other people, other adults, yeah, I, I sit there, I probably think about something else, partake in conversation to the best of your ability when someone has six instruments in your mouth and you just get through it. And I don't, I don't anticipate it. I don't look forward to it. I'm not like saying, okay, my big events this year are no time to die coming out in a couple months and getting my teeth picked. But oh uh, yeah, no, I hate it. All yeah. right, so, anyways, uh, so I I was chatting with them. Nice. Uh, and this is the beginning of September. Cool. Right now, so they're calling me, uh, and I'm like, okay, so they're probably they're thinking October or something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I said, ah, yeah, okay, I'll I'll book an appointment with you. Um, let's you know, let's do this. February second is my appointment. Yeah, things are... It's the soonest they could get me in. Things are definitely backlogged because of COVID. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And so so she's like, I have an opening on February 2nd. And I was like, okay. And she's like, <laughs> uh, would you like to take that date? And I said, well, it sounds like I maybe should. Mm. Like, <laughs> you know, you're calling me halfway through the year saying, hey, do you, do you want to come see us in the first quarter of next year? Yeah. Okay. Things are slim so, pickings. So that's that's just uh, that's a public service amount announcement. You should, if your dentist has not phoned you, you should probably phone your dentist because yeah, it sounds like things are things are backed up like a kid who got into a block of cheese and went through it like. <laughs> Like the cheese apocalypse was coming. And if nothing else, it's never a bad idea to call your dentist. Ask ask them how they're right. doing. Yeah. Say, Just, hey. Hey, how are you? You know? Yeah. I am curious to see, like, I don't know. It's it, Since COVID, it'll be, the first, it, it'll be the first place I go where someone's going to be playing with my saliva. Like, that seems... Hmm. It's a It's a particularly interesting thing given COVID. Yeah. Right, that someone will be in your mouth. Obviously, I won't be wearing a mask. Yeah. 
So yeah, I wonder if they'll put me in one of those like, you know, when they're like incubating the baby that was born too soon, and there's like the thing you like reach through with the gloves. <laughs> Maybe I'll be in one of those. You won't be. I, I that I've would got, be cool. I've got some details. I, I I know someone who just went to the dentist, and that that's not how it goes down. Sadly. Oh well, different different dentists. Oh, that's know. true. It could happen. If you go I'm to a different ho- dentist, I can't. Hope. Yeah, maybe they do that. Yeah, I'll take pictures. But, getting back to the point, we are reviewing a new film. Yeah. yeah and we are. like a dentist, we are going to take that film and we're going to take instruments and we're going to bite the plaque off of it. We're going to scrape it off. We're going to go into the details of this film and we're going to put some polish on it. We're going to put some fluoride on it and we're going to do everything that you need to know about this film and I, this analogy is just off the top of my head. It's not very good, but and then we're going to use a little tiny vacuum to yes. suck up the rest of the spit and a yes. little bit of blood. Yeah, that that somehow. You and know. we're going to give you a toothbrush and say, "See you in nine months, kid." And some sugar-free gum. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, as as we talked about, we're reviewing a new film. It's the 2020 Disney live-action Mulan. 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 Yeah. Um, let's, should we get into it? That's, that's, I've been waiting all day. <laughs> I've been waiting all week to say this. Okay. But, okay. uh, yeah, let's, let's get down to business. Oh, there it is. There, right? Nice. Good job. I've been sitting on that. I've oh. been like, man, it's so corny, but it no, has to be done. No, it had to be. And I am so pleased with, with that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so I want to preface this. With a couple of things. Okay. I have not seen the animated one. In full. You said you, I think you said you've seen- In full. I've seen, I've seen pieces. So Emily Mater, who's been on the show uh, uh, a a dozen and a half times, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) made me sit down. She's like, sit. Uh, And so I did, because I'm a good boy. And she's like, we're going to watch Mulan. And I was like, "Ah, are we though? And she was like, Yes. (laughs) And so she put it on, and then I was literally like, I think we started it late, and I'd had a long day at work, and I, I was dozing. I was falling asleep, and I was like, guys, I, ca- I got to go to bed. Like, I'm not, I'm not per- really participating in this. Um, so I've seen bits and pieces, but I don't remember any of it. This was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't really remember any of it. I was going into this film completely blind. I sure. what I knew of Mulan is that she's a Chinese girl. Yep, who is not allowed to fight, uh, but takes a sword and cuts her hair and goes and fights anyways. Sure. And much like Clark Kent and his glasses, a simple haircut has everyone fooled that this is no longer a woman. <laughs> right. But this well, is in uh, fact uh, a, no, actually, a, dude. a simple haircut and somewhat of a corset. Uh, a wrap, a wrap. Yeah, she's yeah. she's wrapped wrapped herself so that her mammary glands are not giving her away as you know mm-hmm. as as able to bear child. So, uh, and that's it. That's all I knew. That's mm-hmm. all I knew. Did I? Um, so this, I went into this the super side line. Did I not recommend you to watch the cartoon? Uh... I'm almost sure I did. I'm but, trying to think. But I, oh, I've no, maybe I did. I have seen it. 
I did watch it. And I don't like it. I remember this now. Yeah, early on, early on in our show, you had it was, me. Oh yeah, not recently, not recently. Yeah, you had me watch it. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I retract everything I've just said. Okay. I have seen it, uh, and didn't care for it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I thought, yeah, holy shoot, man! I remember. Okay, I think Eddie Murphy's performance is fun. Sure. Uh. But aside from that, I just didn't care because I don't, yep. that time period, that, like, the, the setting doesn't interest me at all. Mm, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I have seen the original, but I don't, I again, I barely remember it. Because I wasn't into it, I probably didn't pay as much attention to it as I should. Fair. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, cool. So, anyways, I was still going into this. Pretty blind. 90, 90% blind. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, the, point therefore, is, the point is still the same. Like, you weren't coming in as a well-versed fan. Right. Uh, and therefore, I was I was not interested. Like, I just didn't care. I was like, you know what? We, got, we should watch this. We should review it because we have a movie podcast. It's a mm-hmm. new movie. It's a big movie. How it's uh, being released is a big deal. How it's being released, which I want to talk a bunch about. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I just I I I went into this with pretty low excitement. Sure, yeah, that's fair. So that's uh, my preface. That's your preface, and it's good to know. I'm gonna crack this open with a wee bit of trivia, wee bit um, of note. Interesting that you referred to it as the original, and we've always come back to the concept of what originals are and what remakes are. Of note, it's quite interesting. Uh, the actual premise of the story is based on the Chinese folklore, the Ballad of Mulan. So it had stage adaptations dating back to as far as even 1917. There's been a lot of different film adaptations in various countries dating back to even 1927 all the way up to even 1998, the same year the cartoon came out. So there's been quite a few different versions of it, probably different budget levels, different notorieties, but um, interesting that there's been quite a few adaptations of Hu Mulan. My question for you, and it's just one question this week, um, where do you think the primary location was for the shooting of this film? And I'll give you some choices. Okay. Okay. So, New Zealand is choice number one. Washington is choice number two, and by that I mean the Pacific Northwest Washington. The third option is China, and the fourth option, Vietnam. Hmm. I think it's either the f- first two. Okay. Okay. I don't think it's China, because if it's China, then this is a weird question. <laughs> Maybe it's a leading question. It could be. Uh, and then I don't think it's Vietnam just because, uh, I don't know, it's, it seems too similar mm-hmm. geographically to China. Right. Why not just go all the way? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, fine. New Zealand has mountains. Mm. And there's mountains in this film. But yep. I But I think, like, there were several shots in this film where I thought to myself, this is wonderful green screen this is incredible cgi right yeah 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 uh so i'm gonna go with washington cool uh cool which 
Which also has milk. It's a strange option because I don't know of, you know, like it's not like I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, a shit ton of films are shot in Washington. Of course it's Washington. Like, mm. I don't know of films being shot in Washington. That's true. Um, But but it's it's the most impressive answer. And so that's the one I'm going with. Valid, valid um, way to steer your way to your answer. I am always fascinated by your deductions. The answer was uh, move aside, Frodo, we're coming for the ring. The answer was primary. Sh- the primary amount and volume of shooting was in New Zealand with a few scenes in mainland China. So New Zealand okay. was the main answer. And New Zealand was my second. It was. I was thinking. Yep. I was thinking. It's definitely not Vietnam. Vietnam was my last pick. Yes. Uh, for sure. China was my third. Yep. New Zealand was my second, mm-hmm. and Washington was my first. But okay, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I and ultimately, I think it's the answer that makes the most sense because a lot of films are shot in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know of any films being shot in Washington. Sure. I don't know why you would. <laughs> especially I, well no especially because washington is so like if it's washington then you're doing everything green screen and soundstage mm. in which case you're so close to vancouver right where a lot of films are shot a because lot. there's incent like yep. financial incentives and yep. all that stuff to come shoot in canada mm. so it washington i guess also doesn't make any sense not not in that context, no, no. Hop hop the border and come film drenched in maple syrup. Like it yeah. just makes more <laughs> economical sense. Sure. Okay. That's good so, trivia. Thank you. Yeah. No, S- thank you, sir. Oh. I did nothing. Oh, you 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 partook and that's everything to me. Right. Um so there's a lot okay, so now that I'm remembering the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of differences between this, uh, sorry, not the original, the 1998 Disney <laughs> right. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some huge differences. Drastic Huge differences. differences. And, and actually, to uh, give context, because I never gave, I, I forgot to give my background, I am definitely a believer or, uh, you know, I loved the cartoon um, I've loved it for years, so there's some some nostalgia definitely factoring into that. But even just watching it more recently as an adult, I just think it's it has a lot of merit, and it ha- it has a lot it has legs to stand up on its own, not just sure. the, the nostalgia of watching it. So I think it's a great film. Um, but going into it, I was watching it as a film viewer, uh, the 2021 I'm talking about now. So I'm not, right. I'm not going to go on a podcast here and talk about an hour of, well, this is how it was different and it should have been more like the cartoon. It should have been that, like, I, I will have an objective conversation. So I, I definitely sure. had a horse in this race, but it wasn't influencing my opinion, I guess I okay. would say. Uh, so the big differences that stick out to me. Sure, yeah. Uh, one is the exclusion of the character Mushu. Yep, yes. Uh, who is the dragon played by Eddie Murphy in mm-hmm. the 1998 one. Yep. Uh, Cricket is present, but Cricket is uh, been given a human role as opposed to the role of an actual Cricket. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no music. This is not a musical. Um, yes. There's no, I mean, there's a score, there's music, but there's no singing. And there's some ties, Uh, there's a few, about three or four of the musical numbers from the cartoon 
have underlying tones in soundtrack form in this film. But yeah, no. Yes, they've 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 made some cameo music. Yeah. There's some musical cameos. Yes, um, yeah. which I think are very tactfully done. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, and this is something, this is not 100% my observation. This is something I've been reading, uh, just in headlines of articles, actually. I haven't even opened up and read any of these articles. Sure. Um, there's a lot of, not backlash. There's a lot of people who are bent out of the, bent out of shape, um, and are feeling like this deviates too far from, the animated classic that they know, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because this film, uh, the 1998 one has a lot of sort of Western culture that sure. has been uh, ingrained in it so that it's maybe more relatable to what its target audience was. Right. Um, yep. That's all been removed. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is, to my knowledge, I mm-hmm. you know I'll be the first to admit I'm fairly ignorant when it comes to Chinese culture. Yep. Um, but my understanding is that culturally this is a very Chinese film. Yeah, that, and I've also read similar things that that was their intent with with some of the differences you outlined. That was their intent. Right. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a beautiful thing. Um for two reasons. One is because that's the way it should be. Sure. Uh, and two, with with three quarters of the world foolishly and incorrectly uh, throwing hate and shame at China right now um, because of certain world leaders that are, you know, mm. provoking things. Sure. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's just such a, a, a phenomenal time I think to have a film come out that is going to be widely viewed uh and also celebrates Chinese culture. Hmm. That's fair. So I think that I think the timing's great. Um accidental like coincidental timing because obviously the film was being shot and was in production long before COVID happened. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um but I think it's yeah, I just think it's it's fantastic timing. To have a film that is so um, so strongly rooted in, again, my understanding is Chinese culture. Hmm. Yeah. No, that yeah. is, so, conceptually, that is very cool. And I, it's a very interesting decision. And I'd say even a commendable decision that they made, for sure. I think it's the right decision entirely. Mm. 100%. Oh, yeah. 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 So. That being said... What are your thoughts? That being said, I, I'm in agreement with most of the things that you said with in theory. Okay. Is a standalone film. This wasn't very good. Okay. Yeah. Um I didn't I didn't really enjoy what it was laying down as far as just a film viewing experience. Okay. Um and again, I, I can't I can't comment specifically on the Chinese culture that it was trying to maybe honor a bit more than the Anglo anglicized kind of Americanized version that the nineteen ninety eight was. So I'm going to veer away from those things. Okay, but um, this is this is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'm seeing a lot of flack on the internet, specifically even on Facebook, my friends who are saying the same things. This okay. is not a good movie. Right. Yeah. Um, the rotten the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is is low sixties. Mm. Uh, or maybe lower. I'm not even sure. That might that might have changed, and obviously because it's so new, it's probably changing daily. When I yeah. when I viewed it, it was at 77, but I think it's come down. Oh, since it's then. way down. Yeah, it's, oh, definitely, it? okay. it's definitely below that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I went into it not thinking to myself, this is not my type of film. This is not the oh, okay. era that I'm interested in. Yep. This is not the you know historically. There's not the part of the world that like I just don't. I just, I'm not, I'm just not interested. Right. Uh, and saying all of that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. I thought this film was pretty damn good. Really? Uh, and so wow. it surprises me. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah. And the person that I watched the film with, um, the movie ended and, mm. and, and I turned it off and I turned to them and I said, well, <laughs> and they said, I don't know. Cool. That was their answer. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a, you know, my interpretation of it is I don't like it, but I don't know why. Um, right. Right. <laughs> was right. sort of the the vibes I was getting. Right. And, right. 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 And you know what? It's it's interesting because my appraisal of this is at the beginning I was thinking, oh, I don't like the direction they're headed. Like sure. The first 15 minutes, I was like, ah. And I think that was just me trying to get my bearings and understand what was happening. Sure. Like when those dudes with the black horses show up, and then all of a sudden, they're like Spider-Manning their way up the walls. I'm like, okay, wait. What, what? are the rules here? Like, Yeah, how, exactly. Yeah. What is happening? Sure. Uh, and then I got over that real quick. And then then I, I settled into what kind of a, like, what reality looks like in this film. Mm. Yep. Uh, you know, we have, okay, we have flying phoenixes and we have, you know, yeah. uh, and it confused me a little bit cause I was like, if we have all that shit, why, why leave out a character like Mushu? But yeah, yeah, but whatever. Um, and you know, I don't know, I don't regret paying to see this, mm-hmm. uh, I I certainly wouldn't view it. I wouldn't if I had to pay that money again to watch it a second time. I wouldn't do it. Of course. Yeah. Um, yep. And I don't need a a physical copy of it. No, no, no. Um, would I watch it again to show it to someone? Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, would I watch it? Would I make a bowl of popcorn and say I'm craving Mulan? No, I I you know <laughs> right. if, it's, if it's just yeah. for my own. If it's just for my own enjoyment, I may never watch the movie again. Fair. Uh, but but I didn't dislike it. I, I had I enjoyed it and I found myself drawn in and caring mm. a lot more than I thought I was going to, with the exception of um and maybe this is just the Mulan story, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it depends on how much creative liberty they wanted to take with this. Sure. I I was totally disinterested in the villains storyline sure i didn't care about their scheme i kind of didn't really fully always understand their motives what they were trying to do how they were trying to do it uh to me the conflict was not with them 
uh, but the conflict was an internal one with Mulan. It was it was Mulan versus culture versus uh, society versus these rules versus um, discrimination. Mm. That yeah. was the story that interested me. Cool. Um, and so then we'd get into like some actiony stuff, and it was all like you know these guys and they're overthrowing the emperor and all this stuff. And I was like, ah, it got a little Star Warsy for me. I yeah. I don't know. I just thought um, I was like, I, I don't I don't care about these guys. These guys are filler, mm-hmm. and it's taking me away from the part of the story that I'm actually truly interested in. Right. Um. But yeah, so that's that's I I find your appraisal of it very interesting mm-hmm. because it's the same as everyone else's. Yeah. Uh, which I guess so. I, I guess I don't find yours interesting. I find mine really interesting. Ouch. Well, no, no, no. No, in the I sense, know. I know what you mean. I find mine unique. I, I find oh, for sure. You know, yeah. you're you're in line with what everyone else seems to be saying. Yes. Yep. And me, who is perfectly poised to be in agreement. Hmm finds myself in a position where I'm ready to defend the film. Right. And that's weird right. to me. Right. Yep. So, so so hit me with the stuff you don't like, my brother. <laughs> so I think just in kind of overarching terms, I feel so I, I feel that you laid down some some stuff that I was picking up, you know, conceptually let's veer away from an anglicized version of this and let's let's do some more chinese chinese traditionalized maybe authentic authentic kind of themes or or tones and so there's certain things that you said that i'm conceptually yeah i hear you that like that's good and i think what i didn't like about this film is i think it had too many pots on the burners of a stove there were too many things boiling at once and conceptually i think i like the idea of having villains who aren't one-dimensional so we get some backstory on the two villains the witch and the person who's recruited the witch depth is good it makes things less one-dimensional conceptually i like that concept we eventually get a bit of a redemption with one of the villains we also have an aspect of the chi kind of explaining, explain to Mulan of about, you know, this is how she can channel her inner chi and become a ninja and use her powers and all this kind of stuff. That conceptually, that's good. And obviously the underlying premise of this story, which is also another element that I'm all for, is just the premise of a woman overcoming a male oppressive society. And in this case, it's ancient Chinese society. That's very interesting. But I feel like there was just they, the movie tried to bite off more than it could chew because I felt like it was just going in too many different directions. And all of these are in theory good. And all of these, if they're explored in theory, could be good. I just felt it was a little too multi-directional. It didn't really harmonize. Like there was no kind of continuity between these elements. And so maybe they just kind of got a little bit skimmed on the surface. So with the villains having dimensions to them, it wasn't to a degree that it really changed the needle for me. When the villain had a redemptive aspect to it, it just seemed kind of forced and a little, I just, I was just kind of random. I I just kind of raised an eyeball. I'm like, wow, that's, that's a real 180. With the chi, uh, you know, again, it was something cool, but I thought it was really going to have a tying aspect or a really coming home moment with it. And 
I think they did, obviously, I think the one thing that they did hit on was the, the woman overcoming a male oppressive society. And so I don't think that was maybe, I think that of all the ones that I've listed, I think that one might have gone into the most depth and might have been handled enough. But sure. Yeah, I think, I think and, just. And you know what? Yeah. I did, I, I agree. Right, like okay. Uh, okay. the 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 villains don't is- interest me at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm like I I I don't care. I don't think I don't feel like that's the conflict here. I don't feel mm-hmm. like that's the struggle. Right. Um. Interestingly, the chi, uh, I I the chi, they don't explain very much of. They kind of mm-hmm. they they kind of don't really explain to you what it is and how it works. Which no, again, is probably just my Western ignorance true right uh however rooted in that western ignorance i enjoyed the chi the same way that i enjoyed the force in star wars before it was over explained yes i swear this film it's it's a mystical thing (laughs) i don't need to know how it works i'm wowed by it it's impressive it's it's the same way as when they 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 use focus in the matrix yes I don't need to know too much. I don't get. I, I don't. Fo- I don't really get how you're doing that, but it's really cool. Don't don't explain it to me. I don't need to know. Yeah, I swear. If this film, this is, cool. which is also owned by Disney, if this film had gone into like a metachlorian e explanation of chi, I probably would have just turned the TV off and walked away. Right. Um. Yeah. So I I guess those would be the main main story elements and um. I think that's why it didn't really resonate with me. Okay. There's I've got a couple uh, Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say talk to me, talk to me about the visuals in this film. Talk to me about this film visually. I feel like I'm so glad you brought that up. Because visually is one aspect of this film that I actually on my scale I gave it full marks. I it is optically thrilling so, to watch. So good. I I loved it from the micro visuals of just the Mulan being prepared with, uh, you know, getting makeup on and costumes and all these vibrant colors. And there was even macro visuals that I loved, like just panning out from someone climbing palace steps to landscapes and visuals. I thought this film, whether it was CGI at times or not, I found it very pleasing visually. Yeah. Would yeah. and you visually? It's you agree? It's just. St- St- oh yeah. yeah even even just the color tones that they use even yeah. which is all like you know post-production color correction it <clears> just it, it's it's so well designed i feel like mm. um it has vibrant colors it has uh brooding darkness when it needs brooding darkness right um and and it it made me feel like although I was watching live action, it it made me feel like I was in in a in a cartoon. It gave me the cartoon feeling. So I was watching live action, but because everything was so vibrant, I I found myself going, I'm I'm set up in a story where anything can happen because this is fictional. Mm. If that makes any sense. I'm yeah. having trouble I'm not articulating how what I'm feeling properly. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, yeah, I, I thought visually this is a stunning film. Oh, yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought that aspect up for sure. Something. What else you got on your paper? Yeah, two two things. This one, 
again, uh, you know, I this might be playing into I appreciated the cartoon more, which was maybe not a very traditional Chinese thematic thematic film. So maybe that kind of goes into this territory. So maybe there's a reason that my critique of this film is going to be maybe just not correct. Or maybe there's a, okay. or, or not that it's not correct, but it just me an explanation of why this wasn't in the 2020 Mulan for better or worse. But okay. something that I feel with Mulan is just generally, both in this film and the 1998 film, she's a wet blanket, right? She's a wet blanket. Mulan is? Oh, yeah. Mulan, big time wet blanket because, and I, I'm I'm being I'm being silly here, but she's a very serious character. There's a lot of emotional underpinning going on, and she's struggling with a lot of challenges. So she's not she's not someone that's you watch visually, and it's an enlightening moment as far as like a cheerful, frothy viewing. And in okay. the cartoon, we have Eddie Murphy's character who is balancing. Mulan comedically she kind of neutralizes these scenes and there's various there's Eddie Murphy's characters there's Mulan's grandmother there's a few different characters that really just kind of neutralize Mulan that in this film there is no neutralizing like it's very unitone very very serious with Mulan and yeah I don't there were some moments that made me laugh though there were but there were I really I got such a kick out of uh to me one of the one of the the lightning highlights of the film is the fact that she didn't and I didn't think of it either sure. she she hadn't taken into account how am I I'm going to go weeks without showering right because it's a it's a group shower ordeal right and obviously that's not in line with the secret that I'm keeping mm. uh and so I found that I don't know I you know the fact that people are like oh yeah you're 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 awesome you're such a good war honestly dude can you please go bathe <laughs> like yeah. you smell so bad right like I I don't know to me that that was I don't know maybe maybe not to the same like there's there's definitely yeah. I don't think there's yeah. comedic moments in this movie I think I think your point um, is valid. I, I just, for me, I don't think it's enough to move the needle, needle to balance it out, to make it... There wasn't enough levity for you. Yes, but you're right. There are okay. some scenes where it, there there is some, I don't want to say balance because it doesn't balance it out, but there is some attempt and that's fair. But for me, it's not yeah. enough okay. to move the needle. Okay. Um, And I do, I, I, my next point is just, it's not grounded enough in reality. And I think to some degree, I think this is a, it's a bit of a shock when you first watch it. And I think then as you watch it, you have to just adapt and say, this is the reality of the film. So I'm not going to say it's a fault to a degree, but it did bother me at first. And I think I just came to accept it, but there were just, like you said, the, the warriors like scaling walls or like literally scaling down walls that were, you know, gravity should just plummet them to their deaths. Um, yeah. And just because of this reality, I I wasn't scared for the well-being of China. Like in the 1998 cartoon, and I'm not trying to just compare everything to the cartoon, but I am just, I am concerned for the well-being of China. For this one, just with all that was going on and not understanding what the reality was, like how big is this army? How big is this impending revenge scheme? I, I was just kind of more always just questioning what 
is possible here and just trying to get a pulse on the situation versus actually saying, wow, like China is in trouble here. The emperor is in trouble. And just not, I'm okay with films that are not based in reality or at least the reality we know, but just to, if when it's choreographed in a way that's just kind of corny, I think some of Mulan's gimmicks were quite corny, at least just her introductory gimmick where she's jumping off roof tiles and catching a 12 piece China set from falling. And from, from just her in the cartoon, it was realistic, her, her facade because she sleeps in a a tent by herself and that's plausible. In this film, she's unwrapping her corset in a communal tent, how she was not found out three minutes into the film. I don't know. So there's some things that I can get behind. Yeah, I need to adapt. This is a magical world where magic exists and these warriors can do crazy stuff. I need to adapt to that. But when it comes to like kind of a corniness to a choreography, which is really subjective, I know that's just my opinion. And even just the practicality aspect of if you're removing your corset with 20 men around you, how are you not found out? Some of those things, it's not just me not suspending my disbelief. It's just not very reasonable. I did often think, I well, not often, I thought to myself a couple of times, really, nobody, yeah. nobody suspects? Yeah. Nobody, you know, I thought that that would have been a valid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, side plot, would would have been if, if there was maybe one or two soldiers that had picked up on a couple of things that maybe just weren't quite kosher. Right, and, yeah. Uh, and you know we're we're keeping, and she had to be extra careful because now they were like keeping a close eye on her, right? Uh, but yeah. that didn't happen. Everyone everyone drank the Kool Aid, <laughs> right? Yeah, they did. So yeah, you know everyone everyone she full on Amanda binds to them, right? So they were like yeah, man, good reference. Thanks. I haven't seen that movie. Pardon me. She's the man. So good. I haven't seen it. So good. Channing Tatum. Amanda Bynes, roast up a bowl of popcorn and check it out sometime. I don't, I don't, ro- how do you make popcorn? We'll talk about you it. I've got a 12 popcorn? step okay. All right. list of how, how to properly make popcorn. I'm picturing like a mesh, almost like one of those bingo wheels, but it's made out of mesh <laughs> and it sits over like right. some kind of an element right. and you just, you like rotisserie style. <laughs> That's the only way to do it, man. It's the only way. Cool. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to hit on? What do you? Where Where do you want to take? This? I want to talk about the. Re- I I want to talk about the way the film was released. Please. Yes. Um. So. I mean, obviously, the film was supposed to come out back in the spring. Yes, March, back in Aprilish, March. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the, you know, the events of the world happened. Sure. Um, and the first place to shut down was China. Mm-hmm. Um, and China is, next to the United States, China is the second largest uh, market when it comes to film. Sure. Um, and so you don't, if you want to have a successful film release, you don't release a film if it can't also open in China. You're mm-hmm. asking for box office. It's box office suicide. Sure. Um, so then... So it got delayed. And then um and then the rest of the world shut down. 
Yeah. And so we couldn't release that either. Um, but, you know, it reaches, and we've talked about this in the past on the show, it reaches a point, like, th- these studios don't just have this carrying, this isn't just carrying around money for them. No, it's a... They borrow money to make these films. It's a leveraged investment. And so the second, like, you you, you owe money with interest. Mm-hmm, Yeah. Uh, and so the longer you have a film that's completed and sitting on the shelf, it's not just like you've spent your money on the film and you're just waiting to make it back. Yeah. Your, this, this, this movie is costing you money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you have investments that you need to, to pay back. Yeah. Um, and so something had to be done. We, we had to get this movie out. It's a big movie. Yep. Um, theaters in China opened, but there was a um, there was a clause or a stipulation where China wouldn't play any movies that were longer than two hours because they wanted to minimize the amount of time that people sat in the theaters. Now mm. Mulan comes in at an hour and fifty five, so it would have okay, yeah, um, it would have cleared that. Yep, uh, but things were just still weren't looking good, right? Theater wise for the rest of the world, it wasn't going to be able to get the release that it it. You know, maybe deserve. Sure. So Disney uh, decided, okay, well, we have all these people who have Disney Plus subscriptions. Um, And so we could offer it via streaming, uh, but we still have to make money on this. Mm -hmm. Um, So we will offer it to people on Disney Plus for a premium charge. They have to, you know, pay to rent it, essentially. Right. Uh, But because, you know, the average cost of a movie ticket, at least here in in Canada, is like 12 bucks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so we can't just do it for $12 because, you know, whereas a family of four would go to the theater and they would each pay $12, one household is going to rent it and they're all going to watch it and they're going to invite a couple of their friends as well. So we're losing huge return that way. Uh, so what they do is they release it for $30. Uh, and the $30 is on top of your Disney Plus subscription. Uh, which is interesting because it essentially means that you are paying a Disney Plus subscription in order to have the ability to rent the film. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, to make a long story short, um, the film, the budget of the film was about $300 million. It was a lot. It was not cheap. It's an expensive film. Uh, and you want, you know, it's, it's $30 to rent it. Yeah. Which means, can, can you do this math with me? Okay. How many people do we need right. to... How many people do we need to buy this film? How many purchases Ooh. at $30 do we need? Right. We need... Okay, so we've got... You said $300 million? $300 million, and it's 30 bucks, a, 30 bucks a ticket. 30 bucks. So we need, I believe... We need, we need $10 million. $10 million. $10 million people need to buy it. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. There's currently... Mm-hmm. There's currently... 60 million people have Disney Plus. Okay, yep. Uh, which is a lot of people. It is a lot, yeah. 60 million people currently have it, which yep. means yep. 
Disney is asking people, in order for Disney to break even, right. not make any money, yeah. to break even, mm. one in six people who have and are paying for a Disney Plus subscription need to pay an additional $30 to watch a film which in three and a half, four months time. No, 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 no. Is Less going to three, be f- three. They've said they've announced December, early December. So three, okay. three months. So in three months time yeah, yeah. is going to be free to you on Disney Plus. Yep. If you have a Disney Plus subscription, yep. will be free to you anyways. Yeah. You have to want to watch it so bad. Yeah. That you're going to pay the 30 bucks to watch it three months early. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what the box office on this film is. Mm-hmm. It'll be really interesting to see what kind of money they make. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, I tell you right now, and you and I have debated this in the past, yeah. and I, I, yeah, yeah. I stand stand by what I've said. Sure. They will not make as much money as they would have if they were able to release it in the theaters. Sure. They just won't. Yep. Uh, and so they they won't. Yeah. With hist- like historically they won't, and anytime it's happened, like they, there's no indication that anything would change from historical. Um, yeah, uh, and, and I mean, there's just there's just no way. Yeah. Right. Like this film last year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Disney Disney was putting out. Like it seemed like every other time, yeah. every time Disney sneezed, yeah. they were popping out a billion dollar film. Right. Yeah. A billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And we need 10 million people to buy it at $30 just to break even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to break even. Yeah. Do you know how many people have to buy it at home for $30? When in three months they're going to be able to watch it for free? Yeah, we just... How many people have to do that for us to hit a billion dollars? It's not going to happen. It's interesting. It just isn't. It's interesting the dynamics, right? Because I'm curious, we don't have all the information, but maybe maybe there's projections and maybe they've had this meeting in a boardroom and like you alluded to, like every day that's passing, it's costing them money. And maybe where, oh, yeah. maybe where they see theater going for the foreseeable future... Maybe they're at the point where they say, hey, we might not break even. Hey, we might even still lose money. But maybe it's just that- we got to cut our losses maybe it's here. Yeah, maybe it's at the point where their projections are saying, we got to cut our losses and we project a slight increase of at-home streaming than theater viewing right now. And maybe that's, maybe they're yeah. saying, hey, we'll take our chances. And, and the one in 10,000 chance that we- Re rethink the system and it takes off with fire. It was worth it, and if not, we've at least cut our losses. I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a dumpster fire. And I, I think I don't think uh, I don't think you're wrong. And I think what makes it even more interesting is of the people who were maybe considering buying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of those people were probably. I'm gonna wait and hear what other like. Mm. I'm gonna wait and see what 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 kind of buzz there is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna let other people go before me and see yep. what they say yep. if it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, and despite what I think of the film, uh, the publicity it's getting is not going to. Right. If if you were on the fence about 
buying it, mm-hmm. what you're hearing on the internet right now is not going to persuade you to buy it. True. Yeah. It's not going to sway you in that direction. Definitely not. I think if you were- So they're going to lose even more because of that. Yeah. They're, the only people, the, 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 the lifers, the people who are going to see it regardless, they haven't changed their minds, but the fence sitters definitely will be influenced. They'll be swayed. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so that's, that's, that's my take on it. My, my two cents is I'm open to the concept of movie creating companies doing this. I'm not sure if they will ever find a, a method or a system where it's lucrative. I, they haven't yet. And I think you're right. It's, I, I don't know if it's impossible, but I don't think they're, they're not there yet for sure. I'm open to the idea and I'm curious to see if there's ever a, a method that's mastered. Personally, I'm okay well, with spending $35 for a film on top of a subscription. But uh, if it's a film you really want to see, for a film I really want to see, this film, I, I don't, I don't regret doing it. But I, I'm not reveling in spending the thirty five dollars I did to see it. I'm not, I'm not saying well that was a thirty five dollars well spent just because I personally didn't enjoy the movie. So right. for me, it wasn't the best. Uh, if, it, if it had been a movie that I had been looking forward to and say Tenant was being released just because I'm personally really intrigued to see that film, I won't have a chance sure. to see it in theaters, but I would have paid $35 just because my pre-existing curiosity would have led me to do so. So this film, sure. the, the concept intrigues me of this at home streaming, but just this film for me wasn't the, the gold standard of me wanting to spend 35 bucks. Sure. Yeah. And and you know what I think it'll be interesting to see what happens as a result of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. B- but I I still say like we we as a as a race of people. Yep. Uh, we are we adapt. Sure. We change. Yep. We're constantly innovating and finding new and better ways of doing things. Sure. And so you have to stop and and really ponder the fact. Mm-hmm. that our movie delivery method when it comes to a movie comes out and we go to the theater and we sit down, we pay a ticket price yep. and we sit and we watch it on a mass release in a movie theater has not really, ha- has not drastically changed mm-hmm. in over a hundred years. It's hmm. been over a hundred years sure. that we've been going to movie theaters to see movies. Right. And I think there's a very important reason why that's still the way we do it. Fair enough. Because it's yeah. the way that works. It's it's the most profitable it's the most profitable way. Yeah. I you know, right? I think the movie's also missing out on, you know, like how what cut what kickback from the the extra two dollars that you spend, so that you've got Mulan on your your drink cup, right? <laughs> right. And and the, with the little plastic figurine on top, mm. and like all of these things, yeah, shit that you can't get when you're at home, yeah. So if you don't have anything else uh, written down there, then scale a zero to ten this bad boy for me. Sure, actually, I do have something else here. It's scale this bad boy. Oh no, never mind. Yeah, I'll give you my score. Okay, here it is. Oh. <laughs> I, as you know, my rating scale is how much effort I want to put into seeing a film. So the highest being I'd see it in theaters. 
or the second low, second highest is I'd buy a DVD, VHS, Blu-ray. Third highest is I'd rent it. The fourth is I don't want to put much effort into it at all. I gave it a 2.7 right. out of 10, which Ooh. falls into the lowest category. So quote unquote, sure does. I guess if I'm at the cottage and there's no Wi-Fi and it's raining, I'd consider throwing that puppy in the VHS player and seeing what it's got. Right. Do you have a supplier who's giving you <laughs> modern releases on VHS? I wish. I wish. Oh, I using don't. the tracking it's... button and like fixing the fuzziness. Oh, just I was I was clearing out some storage at work the other day. Nice. And I was like, what is this? And I flipped I flipped over this big heavy piece of equipment to figure out what the hell it was. Sure. It was a laser it was a laser disc reader. Oh I never got into yeah. that, but I'm aware of it. So all the, cool. I was throwing out a bunch of old te- like old tape decks and stuff like that. I was like, we don't need this. This yep. is just clutter. Yep. I couldn't bring myself to throw out the laser disc. <laughs> nice. I was like, nice. This this thing belongs in the Smithsonian. Oh like, yeah, too good to throw out. Yeah, cool. Um, on Marshall scale, it got a touch higher. I gave it either a three or a four out of ten, but still not a great score. For, for all of the the layman people mm. what is Marshall's scale marshall is a man that is a friend of the show will eventually be on the show there's a few people we have on the the waiting list we've uh need to get on the show but he is a friend of the show and i appreciate his movie grading scale i think it's a lot of fun adds a bit of concreteness to the movie rating process but i've got a hoot out of using it and i now use it for most of my film critiquing sure okay uh, what would you, so my yeah, what'd you give it? My, my my scale is far more convoluted than Pete's. Uh, <laughs> I I I rank mine based on how much I enjoyed it. What on a scale on a scale of zero to ten? Have you lost uh, your mind? I'm yeah, it's 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 a mess. Uh, I gave this a six point two. So okay, yeah, you know I I don't need to own it. I would watch it again with someone if they're like, hey, I haven't seen it and I want to. Sure. Because uh, I think it's fun to show films to people. I get a lot of joy out of that. Yep. Um, would I would I roast some popcorn and, <laughs> and sit and, you know, watch it on my... No, I, mm. I you know, I probably won't. Inside joke Doesn't, to the, the friend of the show... Roasting popcorn is the only way to have popcorn. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I I still don't know what that entails. You but, will find out. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, did you watch anything this week? I did not. Uh, for those Slacker. who want to peek behind the curtain, we are recording three episodes tonight, so we've had a pretty heavy watching viewing schedule. So beyond the films that we had to watch, didn't have much time to watch anything else. And this week, there is nothing in the category of what we watched. I still have a film of yours that you've recommended that's on my back burner. Haven't got to it yet. The 2020 film Invisible Man. We'll get to it eventually. I don't know why. I, I genuinely don't know why. But when you said take a peek behind the curtain, mm-hmm. I thought I thought shower curtain. Like that's what. Oh, no, I was definitely head. talking Wizard of Oz curtain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I get that. Which is just, which I, is a shower curtain. Know. As a prop. It like is. That's what they used as a prop, I'm sure. Was it? I, no, I have it no must, idea. Must have been. Must have been. Could have it had the, to be. You know, early 1900s. That's all they had back then were <laughs> shower curtains. No. What did you watch this week? Not a damn thing. Cool. Uh, not even Mulan 
or hey. the other films that were. I'm just winging this. You're, no. you're uh, a pro. Yeah, I didn't watch anything other than the films we had to watch for the show. It was cool. just a hectic week. Yes. Uh, yep. But this coming weekend, mm-hmm. between between now and when we speak next, I have two separate movie nights planned. Nice. Uh, and both of them are cool. are iconic films. Oh. Um, so I am looking forward to sharing that experience Ooh. with you. Interesting. When we talk next. Yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued. Uh, I would like to do a shout out. Please. Uh, there is a man named Jordan. I'm sure there's a few. Yeah. Not well, just one. Two or three. Two or three. Not just one. At least. Uh, but he's going to be on the show next month. Oh, um, cool. And we're going to, he is a horror expert. Mm. Uh, so he's going to come on the show and talk to us about all kinds of scary shit. Um, <laughs> Specifically in film, not just in general. Like, hey, here's the new antibiotic-resistant organism we should all be worried about on shopping carts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So scary films. We're going to talk about, you know, yep. some horror stuff. Cool. Uh, maybe the movie Cats again. Who knows? Oh, but things, scare things me away, you, yeah. Things that make you want to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, wrap this up in salami. Absolutely. And and goat cheese. Some mayo on top. Uh, well, thank you no. for everyone for listening. If you haven't done so already, please follow the links the links below and follow us and uh, officially subscribe to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter if you haven't done so already. That's where we send out all our news of what's going on. And that's also where we do our bread and butter of our show where we have votes that let the audience choose what we review next. So the only way you can have a vote is if you follow us and you're able to vote or like or comment on what film to watch. So if you haven't jumped on that wagon, do so. You can also check out our links below for our Patreon page and our merchandise page. So if you want to help support the show, we appreciate it. It helps pay the bills. And if you're not at that level of support, or even if you are, leave us a like or a comment on this episode page and let us know what you thought or any comments. We love hearing feedback from you cats. I don't know where my mind is right now, but you said send out, that's where we send out our news. Mm. And I just heard send out our nudes. And that's not. <laughs> that's somewhere if else. If if you're clicking on those links looking for for some skin, you're gonna be disappointed. News is in yeah, events. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, until next time. Mm-hmm. My name is. Uh. Uh. Not Mushu. Peter Piper. Not, not Mushu. Mushu. It's definitely not Mushu. No. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a good ending. Yes. Yeah.